1: Right, good afternoon everybody. Joe Mewis and I, Baron Cross, we're in the car again, uh, just after Marcelo Bielsa's latest press conference, and as ever, we've got plenty to chew over. Um, Joe, can you pick out some of the headlines for us?
0: Yeah, there's a lot. Um, there's quite a lot to talk about going into it. Obviously, we had the Norwich game, huge game, big loss. Uh, the Middlesbrough game, which become even bigger following that defeat. Um, we'll, we'll start, as Bielsa did, with the starting lineup. He, uh As is his uh, way now, he teased the starting line-up. Um, didn't give a definitive one today, like he has done the last few weeks. There's a few either-alls because there's a few injury problems. I'll run through it. Casiraghi in goal, back four of Ailing, Jansen, Cooper, and Alioski, um, and then this here's where we get to the either ors. So in midfield, Phillips or Forshaw, Klitsch or Shackleton, Roof, and then on the flanks we've got Harrison uh, on one flank, and then Hernandez or Clark on the other, with Bamford in the middle um, up front. So that's uh, that's somebody has given. Foreshore and Klitsch of knee injuries And Pablo Hernandez has a groin problem um, Not too serious He said um, there are any doubts at this stage But he did tell us That he wants a player to be 100% fit if they play So so it's quite a new look team that Isn't it Beren? Um, yeah, going up to Borough um, we've, had, we've had
1: quite a few comments I think in light of the defeats there's, uh, there's been quite a few comments on Twitter lately Just sort of pleading with um, with the journalists not to, um, not to ask for the team But we don't ask for no. it It just gives it You know you ask for <laughs> Generic team news, injury news, and he just reels off the full eleven, and there's just no stopping him. So, <laughs> yeah. no changes in the back five. So, despite the fact that Ailing was a bit of a scapegoat on Saturday, he will continue. Mm, no and that, Barry m- that, that may well be, be- mm. Barry Douglas. Yeah, yeah, Barry Douglas will be on the bench again. Um, and, and I mean, that Ailing may well continue for all we know because Shackleton is indisposed because looks like Shackleton may well be uh, a starter in central midfield on Saturday. And Mateusz Klitsch, long run mm. in the in the championship this season, may well come to end. He and, yeah. he and Aliowski are the, the, the sole two, remaining they? players who haven't been in the treatment room yet. And mm. it looks like Klitsch has got this knee problem. So it'll be either he or Shackleton in the... Box to box role, I suppose we can call it. Um, mm. And behind them, it looks like it's going to be Phillips or Forshaw. So yeah. many of us were calling for, for Phillips to come back in, but but that's not that's not a dead cert. It sounds like if he is going to come in, it's it's going to be because Forshaw's got an injury. So yeah. um, the, the other the other big one, I suppose, is is Roof. Um, we're trying to sort of pick through exactly what he was saying and how the players will fit in. And by our reckoning, there was no doubt about Roof and Bamford. It sounds like Bamford will make his first league start of the season on Saturday mm. and of course he will be the centre forward. I mean Roof is certainly the more versatile player, so you would you would assume then that Roof is going to play the number ten role. Uh, put a few more tackles in, play yeah. a little bit deeper. You know, in that four-one-four-one, it is as a central midfielder who yeah, gets forward. I think that could suit him as well. Yeah, um, absolutely. We've seen very similar player to Tyler Roberts, isn't
0: he? Yeah, we Roofs had he's had a tough few weeks, hasn't he? He's, he's not scored many goals, but the running has always been there. Um, he looked really fired up in the second half against Norwich, yeah, didn't he? He, he looks one was, player who was really one tackle make... away from
1: a red card, I think, at one time. Yeah.
0: Um, so I, 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 he's got a fair bit of abuse, but I don't, I don't think he's been playing too badly. Um, Perhaps this little shake up here you know he should be more involved mm. in the game um you know his his work rate will really be coming well there I think that 's probably one of the reasons we 've not seen Pablo Hernandez in there. It's just the sort of the energy levels aren 't quite there for him, so cautiously optimistic about seeing a,
1: a roof there, yeah Harrison continues as well mm. uh, out wide, and then of course we 've got the the problem with with Pablo and, and Jack Clark, and I think, I think this is probably. The first time all season, everybody hasn't started losing their minds because Pablo might have a knock because he he was pretty disappointing on Saturday, wasn't he? He was, yeah. Obviously,
0: he came off at half time, which um, we've not seen too many times before. Perhaps this explains some of it. Perhaps he was carrying a bit of an injury. Yeah, maybe um, does. Yeah, we, we don't know, but yeah, he certainly wasn't himself. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm quite excited to see how this this team does.
1: I think I think the it's that unknown, isn't it? It's sort of mm. it's wondering, you know, mm. how amazing could it be if if Bamford is sort of playing up top and, and giving knockdowns to Kamaru who's going to be running off him, and yeah. We'll have to wait and see, and of course, of all matches for Bamford to come back for it has to be Middlesbrough away. Um, Narrative. Almost exactly twelve months ago, um, he was playing for Middlesbrough and stuck yeah. three past leads to uh, to really sort of to ram home any uh, any, any the, chance the of the playoff dream. Well of, and truly. Playoff young. dream. He, he was sort of single-handedly smashing mm. the playoff dream. So he will start on Saturday. By the sounds of it, that's that sort of the, the major news, mm. um, and of yeah. course the injuries are secondary to that, I suppose, with um, with, with Klitsch. For sure and Hernandez.
0: Yeah, um as, as I said a minute ago, they are not expected to be too serious. Um so fingers crossed, it, it is just one game. Mm. Um who have we got next after uh after Middlesbrough we've got a little break, haven't we? Oh, it's the Swansea game midweek. Swansea. And then it was supposed to be the QPR game which has been rearranged. So um a couple of fixtures to get through and then there is another sort of mini break. Um, in the season, isn't there? There'll be there'll be ten days without a game, so I'm sure that'll so come is in handy. It's ten
1: days between Swansea
0: and is there another midweek game? Um, the I have it all that. here. Let me let me check. It's quite hard to so keep track of all these. Uh... So we
1: have got longer than ten. Oh yeah, no, sorry. We've we've oh, got... it is ten days. Bolton.
0: Yeah, Bolton on the 23rd. Yeah, so we've got Swansea yeah.
1: um, at Ellen Road midweek. Yeah. After Middlesbrough, and then we've got a ten-day break until Bolton at Allen Road. Yeah. The f- the, a week on Saturday That's after a, that. Yeah. And then that starts. And then it gets
0: intense. A hectic little, um, hectic little schedule of um, three games in six days. with The rearranged QPR on the Tuesday, Friday the big one at uh, home to West Brom. He was asked about that, yeah. wasn't
1: he? Yeah. So we asked him about about the um, the three matches in six days because obviously a lot of people have reacted to that yesterday and mm. you know all the allegations of corruption and, and 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 how it's the EFL trying to get leads and they've, they've now got these three matches in six days and you know, of course Bielsa kind of expected him. Uh, not to really panic at all and, and not to, I suppose, sort of put any great weight to it, but he did yeah. say, you know, this is what you deal with, you know, as professional footballers, effectively, you know, there's there's no sense in complaining about it or uh, making an excuse out of it. Mm, yeah. It, it, is, it is what it is, you know. If, we, if we're going to go up, if we're going to do well in this league, this is the sort of thing we've got to deal with. Very, very
0: on-trend answer, to be else <laughs> that. He, he was never, he's never going to sit there blaming someone else for, for any of the misfortunes, which, um... And again, that's that's exactly what he did mm. do today. He, he blamed purely himself, um, something he touched on after the Norwich game. Epically long answer as well. Um, yeah. based, whenever Leeds United lose a game, Bielsa is quick to always say, it's my responsibility. Um, and he, he doubled down on this. So we got we only got, we got got the short version on Saturday, didn't we, after the game? Um, but, <laughs> a bit
1: but, more time to, uh, but to, to embellish But today, today,
0: yeah, it's, it's a proper sit-down with a press conference. You can take all the time that you want. And we got, I mean, I was, I was busy live blogging it, but It was at least a fifteen-minute answer, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Going going into read it on the blog. It's there on um, Leeds-live.co.uk, and we'll uh, we'll we'll bring you more about it later. Can we condense it for people? We can try. (laughs) (laughs) Let's have a look. It's a long wind. So basically, he says he was
1: explaining why he hmm, said he was responsible, wasn't he? Yeah, because I think he he doesn't want
0: he doesn't want to just tell people, oh, it's my responsibility, and then leave um, fans, listeners, as he called them, just to sort of make up their own conclusion from that, because he fears that they'll come up to the conclusion that it's actually the player's fault, so he, he, he really drilled down, um, let's have a look, it's bit of, sort of technical stuff about what happened in the Norwich game there, talks about the um, the players being faithful to the style that the head coach proposes, so that's, um, that's why the players played like they did. Um, I think the big thing to take away from that is that he said, um, aside from conceding the first goal, they had, they had 30 minutes playing really well against Norwich in between the two goals, um, so he sort of, he saw the first half as a decent half of football, mm. all in all, all things considered And then he made his double change at half time And he says they're much worse after So he was like, how is that anyone but my fault? I was mm. the one who made the change The players went out, they did what I told them mm. they, they were the players that I selected and I changed it I went in tinkered with it And and yeah, he admitted that they, they were the second best team then after that So um, yeah, so so what kind of criticism could I make to the players? He said, I can't criticise anything um, it's and, his doing. Yeah. So, um, really fascinating answer. It's all on the blog there as well. We'll, we'll, we'll tidy it up for you later and um, bring it in full as
1: well. But, um, yeah. Just, How are your fingers doing now?
0: Uh, they're all right. They're starting to get the feeling back. It's
1: uh, yeah, certainly a challenge. Joe was on to, full blog mode today. Certainly a challenge so he to was, blog that. Just firing the, the keys off. Parents' <laughs> uh, computer's internet mysteriously
0: broken. didn't work. So, uh, <laughs> excellent. Yeah. Um, I'm just having a look now down at the rest of it. So, we talked a bit about the attacking struggles that they've had. Again, this was a sort of a similar answer to what we saw really. Um he's not gonna really change about much what he says, um, on those sort of things. Um the interesting stuff as well when uh, when we asked him about the, the Middlesbrough game. So he said the first game that they played, the nil nil draw back on a transfer deadline day, wasn't it? Yeah. In August. End of August, um, yeah. That was a slightly different deadline day in August. <laughs> um he said that was their hardest um hardest match of the season. Um and he he said nothing's changed since then in terms of you know the two styles that the team's play
1: um he said it was it, i think the, the the sort of nuts and bolts of it was it was just a really physical, hard mm. match. You know, Middlesbrough's players were, were not afraid of, uh, were not shy coming forward. Yeah. They were putting bid tackles in. It was a very physical game. It was a, it was a lot of competing all over the pitch. And he, mm. he maintains he thinks that is the single hardest challenge they've had. Mm. And he actually said that that was probably the one game where they actually deserved to lose and got a point out of it. Mm. Quite often there is a trend, and, and, and Bielsa is not one for, for saying fanciful things. You know, he has reasons for everything he says. You know, whether you agree with him or not, he has got his reasons. And he believes what he says is true. And in a lot of cases where Leeds have lost, he's he has said repeatedly, you know, we didn't deserve to lose this game. We were inefficient in front of goal. But if we if we were as efficient as the opponent, we'd have won the game. if We'd put away our chances. We'd have won the game. Yeah. But a Middlesbrough game, you know, where they got a point and nil nil at Ellen Road, you know, he says, you know, Middlesbrough deserved to win that game. You know, yeah. we, we got battered in that match. So he he does maintain that is his sternest test. And you can be sure he's he's not going to be taking anything lightly on Saturday when they go to to the Riverside.
0: Yeah, yeah. He said that they. Uh... Middlesbrough and the jewel of Styles. This is what
1: yeah. uh, what, what came back to us vicariously. So as yeah, well. very nice that. Um, Should we mention that he was asked about the the, the starting eleven? Quite a few fans have said, you know, why did he keep doing this? And, and yeah. he was asked, you know, this isn't very conventional, England. You keep doing this. Do you see it as any particular advantage to the opposition? And it was a very short <laughs> answer, wasn't it? I'll, I'll give you every word he said
0: on that. Um, for me, it's not important at all. Case closed, <laughs> and we know if if Bielsa wants has something to say about something, he will say it. You know, he won't hold back. So that's him genuinely thinking. I think that's it's just it's just
1: something that that everybody is is keen to kind of point the finger at something and give some kind of explanation for why there has been this yeah. difficult run of form, and everybody's looking at him naming the eleven and saying, "Well, that's it." If We mm. stop naming the eleven, we'll suddenly get better mm. again, and, and, yeah. and all will be right in the world. But Bielsa saying it, it means absolutely nothing. In, it, tie- in his it ties mind. It
0: ties into what he was saying about Spygate as a whole as well, because he was saying he can, mm. he gets all this information when he has his his people watching in on training. Those
1: hours that he puts and, into. A, and he said he doesn't need it all, and he
0: says it's his sort of neurosis that make him do this, but it, it doesn't help at all. So he said that. So he's he's just sort of seeing it from the other side of the fence now. No pun intended um so yeah, what else have we got here um spoke a bit about pressure um about if at this plus start this point of the season the pressure sort of starting to show um and he he doesn't think so and the, the main reason he said that is because he thinks that Leeds play all their games with the same style so he doesn't sort of see pressure creeping into it there which um which is quite interesting i think mm-hmm. isn't it um so he certainly sort of doesn't think leads are bottling it or anything like that um again some more stuff about analysis there um, it's yeah, it was, it was an interesting one today. Um, he goes, yeah, because among human beings there is the dogma of winning at all costs. That's uh, that's a choice line from in there from that question. Yeah, the his dogmas. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, what else have we got in here? So we have got the borough stuff. We've gone through. Yeah. That. Talked about the uh, uh, the rearrangement we've for we've the QPR that, game. Yeah. So
1: we asked him about the, the three matches in six yeah. days, and as we've said, you know, not a big problem for him. Yeah. Uh, severity of the injuries? Yeah. He said um, not serious
0: because they have a possibility to play so they're in the
1: running so it can't be that bad if they're yeah in the running.
0: that's why they were they were alls, so though they were named so mm. um and he says he'll only put a player in the team if he's 100% available to play so um which is interesting i thought because um patrick bamford immediately came on after that question for his yeah, we had bamford Today as well and he said he wasn't 100% fit he was still yeah, getting match fitness i'm not sharp and not not injured like which is perhaps you know where we're getting lost in translation here but yeah he was um he said he's still lacking that sharpness because he was a bit surprised to get he the nod wasn't he um,
1: Bamford gave us quite a nice anecdote, really, about about how he came back into the side because we were all very pleasantly surprised to see him in the squad on Saturday because Bielsa had told us, you know, um, he'll play for the 23s, you know, he's got to get some 23s minutes before. And we put that to Patrick, and and Patrick did say, you know, that um, on the the Wednesday it was before Mm -hmm. before the game, they have a a small sided 11 a side game, and, and that's kind of really where they drill down into. Who's gonna play? Where they're gonna play? And really sort of focusing on on that Saturday fixture and and then who's gonna play where and Bielsa approached Patrick Bamford and and asked him you know how are you feeling? Let's see how today goes. I really want you involved on Saturday and if today goes well then I don't feel you'll need the 23 minutes. And Bamford of course mm. was like all right, well yeah let's see how it goes. You know I feel I feel yeah. okay but let's see how it goes. You know of course it's nice to feel wanted. And it went well by all accounts and and after the match you know um, Bielsa came over him they they spoke again. And and Bam uh, Bamford had said, uh, you know, I felt I felt good. Let's see how it goes on Saturday, and then and then obviously it then pans out that the following day Bielsa says, you know, you're going to be in the squad on Saturday. So Bamford mm. was pleasantly surprised as well. Big shot in the arm for Bielsa to kind of come out and mm. and show how how much he wants him and how much he wants him involved in the side. So. Um, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. actually some quite good stuff from Bamford as well. We've got, we got a bit of stuff on um, on, on Middlesbrough, being, yeah. being vulnerable. That's the obvious narrative, isn't it? The Middlesbrough narrative.
0: Yeah, exactly. He was asked about that, um, where where Middlesbrough are vulnerable. This was quite an interesting one. Um, I think it was Adam Pope of the BBC said, come on, what's the inside scoop? How, how can Leeds get to them? And any he said that Leeds need to be focused. It's a hard physical match. Might be one of those ones where it's a moment of magic from, uh, from one of the Leeds players. That's what he said there. So perhaps it's that Jack Clark run, isn't it? It's that... Jamie Shackleton, pile driver. Exactly, yeah. So, um, but he's expecting a physical match, like we all are. Um, what else did he say here? Um, asked about sort of, um, is it hard to stay focused? The squad amongst all this talk of the title and going up. Um, said about how it's a cliche. This this one game at a time um, sort of mantra, but but it's true. Um, I think he spoke about Spurs, didn't he, in the Premier League and how they all, you know...
1: The Spurs players won't be thinking they're out of the title exactly, race yet, yeah. even even though they're a few, a few points behind.
0: Yeah, so, um, yeah, and we got more from him while he has been out injured, um, watching from the sidelines. He said it's been like being a fan again. Said said when he was um, younger he used to go and watch Nottingham Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, it sort of reminded me of like that, but but now he's back in there. He's getting the buzz, the uh, sort of the match day buzz. He spoke about riding the wave, didn't he? And, we asked uh, him
1: about um, Tim Krull, didn't we as well? Yeah, that, the, was, that was an interesting. The handbags yeah. on Saturday. That everybody yeah. would have seen uh, Sky Sports. You know, it's, it's well documented. Mm. The afters that went on um, following the, the the Saturday's loss between Krull, Ben Godfrey, I think was involved as well with Bamford, yeah. and um, <coughs> Bamford actually spoke quite quite um, quite well on that, didn't he?
0: Very much so. Yeah, he. Um he invoked the sort of "think of the children" line. <laughs> he uh, he said, you know, we are in the heat of the battle. You sort of can forget you are role models. There's there's children watching, and he, and he spoke about how footballers need to sort of make sure they're setting a good example that mm. the children in the stands um, watching on TV. Um, but he, he also said he quite likes that heat of the battle stuff, doesn't mm. he? He said he like he likes being there, and getting involved. Um, we said some good stuff from him. So he was asked about um, his style of play and whether. Working under Bielsa, that's you know suits his style of play, and it's quite interesting because he seems to uh, he prefers working with either foreign coaches or those who have been heavily influenced by foreign coaches. So he spoke about Carl Robinson at um, MK Dons. He's a slightly sort of different thinker, I think, to a lot of the, the norm. Carl Robinson and Steve McLaren has a big continental influence uh, that he's worked with, and he and he likes these different approaches that they have. So um, and that's obviously something that really appeals to him. Without Bielsa, and uh, obviously Bielsa's seen him. Working well under these coaches, um, and yeah, he gave the impression of somebody who's really enjoying working under Bealser. I thought today, um, you know, sort of a bit more cerebral, mm. perhaps. Um, you know, not sort of traditional, the usual bog standard way. You know, coming up through English football. So, um, so that was quite interesting. Um, Should we do some comments. Yes, we will do some comments now. Far away,
1: Simon Morgan. Good lineup. Hope we bounce back from the loss last week. Win, lose, or draw. Uh, A Law MOT Mighty yeah.
0: White. I'm sorry about the lineup, I think. Yeah, it's uh, going
1: to be quite exciting. Ruth yeah. and Bamford together. We've not seen that yet. We've uh, sorry, we have seen it. We saw it briefly on Saturday when Bamford came on, and mm. um, it looked okay. It wasn't the right game for it. Norwich were well in control. Oh, yeah. I felt, and uh, I don't think anything was really going to change the, the tide of that match, especially when the third win. Yeah, run,
0: yeah, that's right. But I think when you are on this this tough run of results. A little change Might rejuvenate the team Certainly I think the fans Are getting excited by it From what we've seen What everyone's saying Online and everything
1: John Redmond saying hello Hello Hello, John John. Declan Belcher Afternoon guys Are we expecting Patrick Bamford To start on Saturday Well you've probably Heard us talk Ad nauseum about Bamford now But yeah Bamford (laughs) As long as we've understood We've listened back To the audio And from what we understand It sounds like Bamford And Roof will both start And the only doubts Are for sure Clitch and Hernandez Mm. um, Because they've all got some, Some injury issues So from what we you understand here, Bamford is going to start with Roof, and yeah. Roof will, will almost certainly play just behind him. Uh, Matt Millington, good to see Bamford in there. I'm sure everyone will agree. Absolutely. Lee Turner, do you think it's an advantage to the opponent when they get our early team use? We've discussed that. Yeah. Um, James Whitworth Clark question mark. So
0: mm. it's
1: going to depend on Pablo. Um, it's going to be Pablo or Clark playing out wide. Harrison is is cemented in the other wing role despite the fact he was hauled off again at half time on Saturday so it's going to be down to Pablo's injury whether Clark starts I personally would would rather see Pablo start I think Clark still needs to kind of build up that momentum again Yeah, the momentum that kind of just exploded all over Derby and he sort of had to sort of he needs to sort of, sort of press the reset button a bit could
0: be a good option against Middlesbrough. Well, come off the bench. We've seen them do it before. You know this sort of big hulking uh, Middlesbrough back line, If they have this, uh he's no time they not. This live wire 18-year-old running at them after 60 minutes, who's fresh mm. just off the bench. Then you know there's very much a timeline where that can work.
1: Darren Barrowclough. He's looking forward to seeing Bamford and Roof starting together. Yeah. So are we. Uh, and Andy Wishart. Something we haven't talked. We've managed to avoid yeah. it completely up to now. Spygate. So <laughs> yeah. Andy Wishart says, what's happening with this silly spying punishment? Well. Excellent. We were told today that that there wouldn't really be any need for any questions on Spygate because the club are very much in the dark on this. So from what we understand, the EFL's board is meeting today and we're expecting some kind of progress. It may not be a resolution, but there will be progress of some description today or tomorrow, depending when they release it as far as Leeds United are concerned, they're in the dark. They're not too too aware of, of how the EFL are going to approach this. And certainly Bielsa isn't. And I'm, to be honest, given how many hours Bielsa puts into <laughs> football matches, I can't imagine he's even thinking about it yeah. until somebody raises it with him. <laughs> uh, Began Marcos, just read the transcript you guys wrote. This guy long conference, you know, you're not wrong, B. Uh, How long was it, Joe? <laughs> uh,
0: too long. No, just, just over forty minutes. In, was it forty minutes? Yeah, and it's not too long. Could literally listen to Bealter all day. So, Poetic. Uh, yeah. Was it the, the
1: dogma? <laughs> the, the, the dogma of, of winning yeah, at all costs. Yeah. So,
0: the, the, the jewel of styles. Yeah, no, love, it. Of
1: love it. Love <laughs> it. Sean Asquith, we've ten days off, then three and six. I smell a rat. That's yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's your opinion, that. Sean. Yeah. That's your opinion. <laughs> Mark Shepard, can you see the honeymoon period coming to an end? Which respect to a plan with respect to a plan B interesting that mm. because he actually made the point that Leeds were running more in that Norwich game than any other and i think that the talk of burnout i think that was far from his thoughts mm. i mean i was on the yeah. verge of asking about how impressed he was with the with the the, the mileage the players are putting in still and, and how they're mm. not fading in terms of work rate but yeah got the late goal again do you think the honeymoon period I mean we, we've had a we've had difficult or as Bales would call them negative cycles earlier in the season yeah uh, around the West Brom game before that there was obviously the, the loss at Blackburn I seem to remember was was after a few dodgy results that's right yeah um, but four defeats in six do you think I mean if there was a honeymoon period it surely ended in, in August you would have thought back after at the start that. of the season it's yeah. a long
0: honeymoon if not <laughs> it's a very long honeymoon yeah um I think the way they bounce back from the West Brom defeat means there's a lot of credit in the bank. There's seven oh, wins in a row. That's yeah. that's put them where they are. That's sort of the foundation for the second half of the yeah. season. So, um, yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. How, how do you define a honeymoon? But... Hmm. You know, there's, there's certainly no. I think everyone's still very happy with the way it's going. Yeah, I, you know, it's we, we, thirty games in, they're top of the league. We, so. We're not
1: getting the sense that the knives are out or anything like yeah. that. Market doesn't feel like there's a, a negative feeling or they're they're no. walking into Millersburg with their eyes shut and, and praying for something. There's, yeah. there's no sense of panic at all at this no, stage. No, no at all. Uh, and Davies, we are Leeds. David Fox, a law. Thomas Bowes, is Bamford staying? Well, he's got no choice because mm, yeah. the transfer window's closed. <laughs> uh, it sounds like he's even starting.
0: Yeah, checking that's
1: check what he meant. Bamford uh, staying is is that an also perhaps because he's definitely going to stay. Bamford yeah. uh, starting. He
0: interestingly spoke about playing in the Premier League with Leeds as well today, didn't he? Because mm. he he feels like he's uh, very
1: very on brand. Yeah, unfinished business message. for the Premier League. I think he said he's never really blown it's the true, Premier it's League. It's true, isn't it? I mean, he, he, he off, kind of he? backed himself. And said you know yeah. I've proved myself at this level quite a few times now, but the Premier really hasn't had that chance mm. and. We don't know the reasons why, but Palace and Norwich spring to mind. Yeah. I think they're the main clubs he's sort of been involved in as a senior. Yeah. He was he obviously went to Borough uh, whilst they were in the Premier League. He did, uh, yeah. It just didn't happen at all. Where was really. he with Burnley? Was he uh, Burnley, was I think League? I think Burnley's yeah. one where he's at in the squad mm. but he just never it just on Bayesh. So he just him, I mean him him he think about different people yeah, than Dyche yeah. and Bamford.
0: Might as well a sitcom, yeah.
1: Uh, Colin Warrington leads for life. Uh, Lee Goldup, Izzy Brown, is he on the bench? There was actually a quip about Izzy Brown post press conference. There was
0: um, no questions
1: about Izzy Brown today. Um, First time in weeks. Yeah, I think we finally got the message.
0: Yeah, Bielsa does tell us every single week about these six to eight games, and six. We to are eight. still we are still very much be- before six, aren't we, we? We clarified last
1: week. You know, that, that we've talked about this. We won't spend too long on it, but but, yeah. but Izzy Brown across the season has played more than eight times for the under 23s but yeah. Bielsa is counting from the second injury the hamstring the injury hamstring, it reset the clock played mm. again on Saturday a match that has really had zero coverage um that the 23s uh, went to Birmingham City on Saturday uh, immediately before the first team played and was it a late draw <coughs> uh yeah two all a late um, draw
0: yeah guess who scored a 96 minute equalizer from he? a free kick is it was izzy brown yeah but um I yeah
1: think, i mean basically i mean that he set a precedent with Bamford, isn't he you know he set a precedent yeah. to say look I'm telling the public that I need you to play twenty threes, but if you come into into mm. a training session and, and and pull the stops out, yeah, I could I could call you up. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, um, I think we can safely say he's not going to be starting from uh, from the, the side we got from Bielsa. Jack Wardle. Last time we had a striker that surname ended in Ford or Ford, playing up front for us, it all ended well in prom- in the promotion race. Jermaine Beckford. Yeah, yep. this guy. <laughs> Johnny on the spot. It's taken me ten minutes. Yeah. to Remember that. <laughs> Jack Wardle, I believe. Uh, Scott Reesnew, Did anyone mention to Bielsa the comments made by Leboeuf and the other French player, Christophe Duguery? Yeah. They didn't. That's an interesting yeah. one. I, I don't think anybody really wanted to kind of give it any credence by mentioning mm. it in a presser. And I think we might have got short shrift, maybe not from Bielsa, but maybe uh, from other employees at the club for sort of bringing it up and making bringing the pressure about dirty laundry. it. Sort yeah. of, I think, like I said, giving it credence and giving it kind of some kind of substance. And, and really, I think our yeah. reaction was. It's just bizarre It is well, I mean you see You see all the hot takes On English radio
0: here Don't you From the ex-pros That's a really good point Actually, I think yeah. it's similar to that And hair. you
1: know uh, Creating you know, headlines for themselves
0: Yeah I think Salim's um, tweet Was the
1: best way To respond to that You <laughs> can have, that's, uh, have a look at him on Twitter What he did Michael McWorkin Has the team been announced yet? Technically yes Yes and no uh, There's three doubts So for those of you Who are just joining us Obviously I'm not going to Assume you've all heard us Yeah It's going to be The same back five it's Phillips or Forshaw. Forshaw is carrying a knee injury, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not serious because he is in contention. You know, we've got you know, less than 48 hours to go, and Forshaw is still in the running. But it's going to be him or Phillips. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shackleton or Klitsch. So Klitsch's his is long run um, of starts in the championship may come to an end. He is carrying a knee issue as well. Uh, Roof. It sounds like he's going to start as a central midfielder slash advanced playmaker. So he will play in the number 10 role. Bamford is going to start. From what Bielstra has told us up front. So that'll be his first league start of the season with the Leeds. And Harrison is also going to start out wide, so he keeps his place. And mm. it's going to be Hernandez or Jack Clark. Hernandez has also got a bit of a knock as well. So yeah. that is the eleven we've had. Yeah. Darren McClelland, super Leeds Um Colin Warrington asking me again, who is Beren's real team? It's How many clues do we give this week? What clues should we give? They're, the They're in the north. They're in the north. Yeah. They're in the north. Tune in next time. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Ward or Bamford will do what Chapman did for us coming back in the point of time. You know a yeah, lot about Chapman. I was don't you? I was thinking so about this like actually. That. Um yeah,
0: in a in a way. I mean obviously um Chapman made his debut in I think it was the January time was of it? the um the nineteen eighty nine ninety season. Yeah, very similar. It's this, you know, physically imposing big striker. Um I think Bamford Late to the party Bamford technically Probably a little bit better yeah. Has more, in, more to offer Than Chapman But then Chapman's with the goals That fired uh, yeah. fired Leeds up So yeah There's there's probably a piece in that, yeah. so you've you've that, as that. Well. It's you There are a few similarities mm. This season You've got that You've got Liverpool Flying high Although not as high It's uh, yeah One for the Omens Omens fans there
1: <laughs> Tony Harrison Luke Ayling Where has his football Brain and legs gone? I mean yeah He was sadly Scapegoat wasn't he, he? He was wasn't he He really That's was um, I mean he's
0: He's going to be back in um, Bielsa's given his team here So we're going to see more of him Yeah, it's not it's not the same ailing that we've been used to For the first, you know that He was in excellent form at the start of the season Doesn't mm. feel quite like he's hit his stride since returning no. He came back against Villa, didn't he? On the, the 23rd of December um, Hopefully it's it's Just something he can
1: rediscover, isn't it? Tough, I think Bielsa's it? going to keep the faith in him By the sounds of it I think Salim and, and Marcelo do like um, Bill, Bill? Ailing, as yeah. everybody calls him in <clears throat> football I think journalists and his mother are any people that call him Luke um, <laughs> so I think they're a big fan of his he's very versatile he's, he's, he's dug Marcelo out of quite a few tight spots in the past with yeah. his versatility across the fence so I think he's a big fan of his and I think his experience does count for a lot mm, I think yeah. he really does like having a an experienced campaigner in there, somebody who does know the championship very well, you know. He is different to the likes of Hernandez and Alioski. You know, he is, he has been in and around this division for a long time. He was part of a, a quite a successful Bristol City side. He obviously came through Arsenal's youth system. He's got a lot about him ailing, which I think probably is why fans are so frustrated because they know there is a cracking modern fullback in there. And yeah we talked about this on Saturday. Ailing is, is a notoriously difficult person to 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 rate in the ratings because it doesn't feel like he ever really drops any massive clangers. But he also doesn't ever sort of you know put in those mm. whipped crosses in the final third, and he he miss sort of almost misplaces as many as many passes as he completes. He's like he'll, mm. he'll misplace one, and then he'll just he'll just arrow one across the pitch, and it'll just find its place. And yeah, he's constantly sort of going up from like a five to a seven, and then <laughs> back down to a six out <laughs> yeah, of ten. So yeah. we, we do find Ailing quite hard to judge. But I suppose you know if if you were being critical, you'd say he was one of a few players that didn't play very well and i and I think is actually putting him in the shade at the moment, and Alioski mm. is not a natural fullback on the other side, yeah, so um yeah, hopefully you can find that form again Tony Harrison, Shackleton yeah. should never have lost his place, ailing has been poor for weeks. Did Shackleton ever really have a sustained run in the side? It feels like Shackleton's no, well, always been in and out. Mm, yeah, I mean Dallas
0: was was the main uh, backup, wasn't he? Before he got injured, for when mm. for, the, for the bulk of Vailing's injury. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm a big Shackleton fan. Huge I think Shackleton he's a very fan. good player. Um, yeah. If he if Klitsch doesn't win his fitness battle, and we see Shackleton in in central midfield, I think that will be really interested. Not going to be disappointed, week. are you? It's, um, it'll be his first time this season. I think, probably starting at least in the centre yeah, of midfield, which is obviously where he came up through the academy. Um, but the a a he started player. against
1: Preston in the Cup. Yeah, I
0: think when he, he went off right. at half time. Yeah, yeah. That's that first a feeling start, ailing isn't? might have played that
1: one or Dallas. Did. Yeah. Uh, Scott Reese, thanks guys. Is ailing dropped? He's important. no. Right just about ailing. Yeah. Um, Paul Griffiths is yeah. he not starting Douglas and moving Alioski back in front? No. No.
0: That's
1: an interesting thought, and I'm mm. sure Bielsa's has thought of everything. But that, I mean, that yeah. is what that that would have been one way to solve the Hernandez injury issue. But as it stands. Mm. Alioski's got it nailed on I'm quite happy with that I really I really do like Alioski at fullback, and um, I wouldn't say he's been tested sternly at fullback yet but as an attacking outlet I mean it was so nice on mm. Saturday to see every time Hernandez had the ball out wide on the left Alioski was just bombing on absolutely yeah. bombing on we will uh, we'll wrap things up fairly quickly because we're running low on um, the on going. battery Biga yeah. Marcos any surprises on the bench? Uh, not, not something Izzy would be the surprise today, I suppose but that's the only surprise I think really because Brady um, and Dallas are both still out so yeah. Izzy's the one that you're kind of waiting for really yeah that'd be the big headline uh,
0: what else
1: have we got um, well that's we'll finish yeah. this one then so again we've talked about this quite a bit now so Kevin White why has Bielsa all of a sudden started naming his team the day before he never did this until Spygate came out do you think <laughs> Bielsa is wishing he never came out with his honesty so the first time he did it was a QPR game, which was just before Spygate. That's right, yeah, with um, the kids. You did the the that, FIFA that, that looked
0: like a bit of a one-off because it was a different side, but then he's um, since Spygate, yeah, he's come in every single game he has named the starting eleven. Um, I think he
1: just does it because he knows we like it, and yeah. he's sort of, he, he's, he puts no yeah. stock in it at all. He's not secretive at all, mm. and I think he just he's almost giving us what we want. You know, and I think it almost stops the questions, because I think he knows that if we, if he answers a question on one player like Bamford, we're then coming in with yeah. questions about Pablo, about yeah. Clark about ailing exactly There's There's not like, he answers it in one go I mean, he so, so, tries to be so efficient in his language I think yeah. he just gets it all out there so we're all like oh well that's <laughs> yeah, that then Yeah. there is no debate yeah so, we will wrap um, it up there guys because we um, we've got things to do and my phone's going to give up um, but thank you for joining us we're yep. thinking about maybe taking the audio from this and making a podcast so if in the future you are listening to the podcast hello you've just listened to the podcast well done thank yeah. you for listening <laughs> um But we will both be at Riverside Stadium on Saturday. We'll be live there post-match, hopefully talking about a win with a Bamford hat-trick for the Whites this time. Yes. But, um, But for now, thank you for joining us. Indeed. And we'll see you Saturday. Cheers, guys.